This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 2037, Three Tips to Tackle Spelling Errors in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Today, we answer a question from a listener who made a big spelling mistake at work that caused a major problem. How can you make sure that you catch spelling mistakes with words that are very similar? Today, get three rules to conquer this challenge in English. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey, I have a question for you today. Oh, let's hear it. So are you generally a good speller or not so good? I am actually. That's probably one of my best skills. I'm an excellent <laughs> speller. I won spelling bees as a kid. Ooh. I was like in spelling competitions. Ooh. And most of my friends know and my family, they're like, if they're not sure about a word, they won't Google it. They'll just ask me. Just ask you. <laughs> I'm proud of that talent. That That's skill. hilarious. Did you ever go like beyond your school competition to the city competition or the States yeah. or something. I mean, how far did you go? <laughs> what yes, are we talking about? I participated about here? in district competitions and I won one wow. for the city that was like at a mall. It was kind of strange. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> but I got first place. That's pretty cool. Do you I think know. it's do you think it's because you read a lot or why do you think you're a good speller? Yes. It's absolutely at least as a kid, it was because I was always reading. I was a total bookworm reading all the time. And so I was seeing words spelled correctly all the time. And then I also just had a good memory for it, I think, for paying attention to seeing words spelled correctly, right? We're going to talk about that today. Um, We had a really great question from a listener about spelling errors. And we are going to give you some really good tips about how to make sure that you are spelling words correctly in your writing. 
Yes, I'm so excited to answer this question from our listener. First, guys, you want to go ahead and make sure you are following. Go ahead and hit the follow button, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, follow Allers English, because this way you get four episodes dropped into your queue every week. You won't miss a single episode and you also won't miss any bonus episodes. So follow Allers English. Awesome. Okay, let's dive into this question. First of all, do you want to read it for us, Lindsay? Yes, for sure. Okay, this listener says, I hope you are well. I'm writing this because I wanted to tell you that I love your podcast and the energy that you put into all of your programs. I took the Connected Communicator course and some classes and I enjoyed them and they helped me in my path as an English student. That's so great, Aubrey. Yes, this student I has love been that. in our courses, listens to our show. This morning, I had some real troubles and I need your help. I would like you to talk with Michelle, Jessica or Aubrey about the real effect that has incorrect spelling or speaking in professional environments when it comes to those words that change the meaning just when you change one letter. For example, dump truck or dumb truck, <laughs> striping or stripping. Ooh, for more context, I'm working in a construction company in New Jersey, and these two errors caused a big problem with the company's accountant. She was so hard on me. I hope you can help me. Thank you so much, Efrain Angarita. And yes, I've seen this student's name before. Mm. Uh, I know the student has been in some of our courses. Really good. Really good. Awesome. Yes, thank you for this amazing question. This is an especially big problem with writing because often the only difference between two words will be one letter and spell check on your computer might not catch it if both words exist. So for example, right, the, the, the examples Ephraim shared and also like hopping, hoping, Mm-hmm. Weak, tweak, if you just forget the T, affect, which can be with A or E, sounds the same when you pronounce it, yes. but it does matter when you write it. Ooh, so it's okay. tricky. There are so many words that are spelled very similarly, right? Yeah. And just, you know, you know, just think native speakers also struggle with this, especially affect yes. and affect. That's oh, yeah. one that we see. And there are a few others. I'm sure we'll come up with more today. But yes, native speakers struggle with this too. So if you can get ahead on this, guys, you will be ahead of the game. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's what's interesting, right? Unfortunately, this exists with thousands of words. So when I first started planning this episode, I was doing that. I was like coming up with several of the most common. And then the more I looked at it, I'm like, really what we need here are tips to be able to catch this in our writing, right? There's no way if you are writing copy for a job like Ephraim here, Mm -hmm. there's no way you could possibly have a list of all of the thousands of words that just change one letter and mean something else. Mm. Instead, you need the skills, the strategies to be able to catch those errors because they exist in so many words. Yeah. I mean, there's no way we do publish a lot of content here in Allers English, but there's no way we can teach you every variation, every match here, every two word set in the English language. We just can't do it. It's so much better if you have strategies. So I'm excited yes. to get into these today. We're going to give our listeners three strategies in today's episode. Yes. Yeah, for catching these mistakes in your writing because it happens to natives. It happens to everyone learning a language that there will be words that are spelled very similarly. You can very easily miss these errors. 
So let's dive into the first tip here. Mm -hmm. So one of us, I think, interviewed in our business English course. It was you, Aubrey. I'm excited for you to talk a little bit. Who is Amanda Nosbish? Am I pronouncing her name correctly? Yeah. Tell us about her. Exactly, right? Yeah. So the the skill she shared, the first one we're sharing here is when you proofread to do it from the bottom up. Okay. And she is a grant writer that works for a nonprofit that I also worked for. And I was able to interview her as part of our business course. Cool. And this was one of many tips that she shared about grant writing, professional writing, and proofreading your own writing. Yeah, And this is such good advice. I actually hadn't thought about it. And I've done this ever since I interviewed Amanda. I've done this as I'm proofreading the book I was writing. And I will now catch errors that I would not catch if I were were reading it straight from beginning to end. Mm. Because your mind skips things when it knows what's coming next. And you don't catch every spelling error. So this can really help. Oh my gosh, more and more every year. To be honest, I struggle with reading contracts, legal documents. I just get so bored. (laughs) Maybe I'm just having attention issues. I don't know, but I just skip over things very quickly. I just don't want to read anymore. I want to read a novel. I want to read a book, but contracts or explanations, I want to skip. So I I see how this could really work if I don't give my brain the chance to skip. Right, exactly. And you're not alone, Lindsay. Like a lot of you out there, the what you're writing is when you're needing to proofread it, often it's not the most interesting. You're not proofreading the novel that you're reading that's super interesting, mm-hmm. right? You're proofreading the copy you're writing for work or maybe an email, Proposal. things that might yeah. not be quite as engaging and our brains do want to skip. Yes, yeah, so true. <laughs> and this is a great tip for keeping them from doing that. I love that. Such a good tip. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Aubrey, I really like tip number one. What would be tip number two? What else can we do to make sure that we catch these differences? Yeah, this came up when you were asking me um, why I'm a good speller, right? You guys must Mm -hmm. be reading in English. The best spellers, the best writers are avid readers. Because when you read a lot in English, you see words spelled correctly, and you get better at catching your own mistakes. Yeah, and I think... um, Often, so what my brain does, I don't know if this is just a weird quirk of my brain, it's possible that it is. Uh, but my brain sees words. Like when I read something, when I speak a word, I actually see it in my head. I see how it's spelled. And that's mm. why learning languages comes pretty naturally because it becomes almost like a photographic thing. I see the entire sentence in my head. Does that happen to you or is that just me? Am I crazy? No, that doesn't happen to me at all. So I'm fascinated by that. But I can also see how that would make it harder for you to catch your errors because yes. if you're sort of visualizing it correct, yes. instead of paying attention to what's actually on the page, it would be even harder to catch oh. your own it's more in spoken well spoken language when i speak i'll see the sentence it is in my in my mind so that helps a lot so reading any way that we kind of can have a bit of a photographic experience Mm -hmm. we're reading things we're remembering them we're seeing words spelled that helps too so i think reading is a great way to do it aubrey that's a way to see it in front of you 
for sure. Absolutely. And like you were saying, Lindsay, you want to be reading a novel. Absolutely. There's a certain amount of reading you're going to have to do for work or maybe reading the news, but you should definitely be reading something that is very engaging to you in English. And I know this is tricky for every language learner because when you really want to relax and just enjoy reading something, your go-to is going to be your native language. This is hard. I actually, oh, I have it right here. I'm going to show you. I just got a book in Spanish, An Hombre Llamado Ove. Good for you. Yes. yeah, fantastic. It's the same as the book, A Man Called Ove or A Man oh. Called Otto, which was oh, just made into a movie. Yes. And I was recommended this book. I was like, I am going to read it in Spanish awesome. because I've seen the movie. I sort of know the plot. Yeah. And so it won't be like, you know, as difficult for me to know what's going to happen. And I'm really loving reading this in Spanish, but it is a challenge. It's definitely yes. easier for me to read a novel in English. So this we really have to push ourselves Yep. to read in English and yeah to read in the right in the language in learning. our second I love it. language in our second right. language so that's a good angle on it right get a novel in in English guys for our listeners or another thing you could do is sign up for a newsletter on your industry news in English right like for example yes. if you're an engineer and you're normally doing business in Spanish but you want to improve your English and read English just sign up for an industry update newsletter in English Right. Because that's such a good idea. Yeah. You want that information. You need that information. You need to know what's going on in your industry. Like I read uh, newsletters every morning about the podcasting industry to see about new developments, acquisitions, who's getting hired, what's happening. Right. And you need to know those things. So get access to what you need to know. And then you won't want to skip over things. You'll have to read it. Absolutely. Do you read any of those newsletter, newsletters in one of the other languages you're learning, Lindsay? No. <laughs> no if not, we need to really challenge you here, though. right? You should yeah. be reading one in Arabic or Spanish or Japanese. That Check in with me in a month and hopefully yes. I will have started that. <laughs> We've issued you a challenge. We're going to follow up. I like it. Very good. Very good. So what would be number three, Aubrey? What can yeah, we do? So number three is when you, most of our writing we do on computer these days, right? And so there are tools that can help us with catching spelling errors, but But these errors today are trickier for a lot of spell checkers because both words likely exist. And so unless your spell checker is able to also recognize incorrect grammar or a word that doesn't make sense in the meaning of the sentence, it's going to miss it. It's just going to see it as a correct word, right? right? For example, tweak and weak. You missed the T. The average spell checker is going to ignore that because it's spelled correctly. But there are tools out there that you can use that will also pay attention to the grammar. You can download an extension on your computer and that can really help you catch a lot of errors. Yes. I think Grammarly really pays attention to the context, right? Because it's also correcting commas and things. So it has to understand what you're saying. And so it would autocorrect that weak or tweak for you where your normal Mm -hmm. Microsoft Word spell checker wouldn't, right, Aubrey? That's what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of those tools with the the newer technology. Grammarly extension is a really good one. There are tools that at your disposal that you can use to double check writing when it's very important, like this that was sent in, like they clearly they got in trouble. Who was it? They were saying the company's accountant was hard on them. They had submitted something that was very important. It wasn't correct. You can double check with um, tools on your For sure. I started using Grammarly last summer. I think we worked with them in a sponsorship and I'm still using them. (laughs) Uh, It's amazing. And it also comes through if you have it installed in your browser, it comes through in your email, even into our Canva slides on my browser. It comes into Canva, which is just incredible. 
Um, it's amazing. It can help you in any, cause yeah, it's, it's not just going to be in your, um, like word, right. right. You need it in Canva, you need it in PowerPoint, in your emails. And Mm. when you have it installed on your, um, desktop, then it can help you in all of those. Very powerful. There's no shame in using your resources, guys, right? right? No one is an expert. Like we all need help in things. And you know, I'm a native speaker of English, but I'm not ashamed using Grammarly. It's okay. Sometimes I miss a comma. This is connection, guys, or I miss a spelling. Effect, effect. I might be writing quickly and I write it wrong. That's normal for native speakers as well. So don't be ashamed to use your resources. And actually, this is one of the best ways to be able to focus more on connection, not worry so much about perfection if you're using the tools that can do that for you, right? right? Let something else, let your computer worry about the perfection in your writing. It's true because then if you spend all your energy on that email, focusing on getting it perfect, you're you're not leaving space to say, how am I connecting with this person through my written word? Am I making sure that the end of this email really feels open or is ending in the right way so they know what to do? Right? Yes, exactly. I think that's such a great takeaway for this lesson. Mm-hmm. First of all, two things, right? Spelling errors are so difficult for both native speakers and language learners. Do not make the mistake of trying to like memorize words that are similar and that would be such a waste of time. Instead, think about strategies for finding spelling errors in your writing, but also let the computer take care of the perfection, right? So you can worry about your language, making sure you're connecting. Yeah. And then also, of course, you know, just like we say, now that we have Google Maps, we don't want to totally forget how to, you know, take directions and find places. Don't ignore, don't just turn your brain off to the corrections that Grammarly, for example, is making for you. Pay attention and say, oh yeah, that should have been effect, not effect with an E. So the, mm. maybe you'll not make that mistake next time. So use it as kind of a tutor, like a learning tool. Yes, right. You can have every correction that's made be a learning opportunity for you. That's such a good point. I love that. It's true. Because someday you may not, you know, you can't plug it into everything. Like if you're making a presentation on someone else's computer, you're making a PowerPoint, you need to know where that comma goes or where, how to spell it correctly. Right, Aubrey? For sure. Yeah. And we're all about yeah. wanting to, you know, that progress. So as we're seeing these corrections made and becoming better at recognizing them, then we feel that progress and it inspires us to to keep, to motivates us to keep improving. I love it. Such a good approach. And thank you to Ephraim for the question. Such a good question, Aubrey. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.